Hello and welcome back to Character Arc Podcast, where each week we watch a movie, talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, some changes, and end with a final thought. And But first, we will start with our patented, wonderful synopses. My name is Ted Hong. And I'm Richard Burleson. And today we watched Extraction. The sequel to Inception. <laughs> this is an extraction. So who the players? Biggest drug lord in India versus biggest drug lord in Bangladesh. <laughs> Some mythic shit, huh? It's a kidnapping. Drug lord's son. Clock's running at 16 hours. Proof of life as of six hours ago. What is your synopsis? My synopsis is white guy kills hundreds of brown people. Yes, that's actually one of my synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> it goes to a foreign country and just lights things up. Because um, uh, because Australia is only like a couple degrees from England, like culture-wise, because, you know, it was England. The movie treads on like if a British person went and murdered a bunch of Indian people. <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot of historical resonance there. I was about to say there is a history in that. <laughs> I don't know. It's skating on some some strange territory. Oh yeah. Uh, my synopsis is extraction, more like extra action. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So the uh, what is it? What is it? A kidnapped son of a drug lord. Finds his way into a mercenary hero's heart by finding every opportunity to press up against him. <laughs> I mean, did you see how, I mean, you commented on this, the way he was lying in bed and how starry-eyed he was when he was looking at Brad's, I mean, Tyler, I mean, Rake. <laughs> no, when he is laying in the bed, because he's laying in that position before he comes, before uh-huh. Brad, Ray, Rake, Tyler, what did I get Ray from? <laughs> Uh, comes in like the kid's already like laying like as if someone is already sitting in the place where Chris Hemsworth is going to sit down. I think he was just lying in a comfortable position. No. Sometimes being comfortable doesn't mean you look very. Why are his pillows sideways? He had two pillows stacked sideways, and he was laying on like the the thin part of it. Like it was, was he? they were pointing up. <laughs> you don't do that. <laughs> no. The kid also gave him a lot of longing. He did. He did. Extended didn't he? glances. <laughs> so, thoughts. First thoughts on the movie. My thoughts on the movie are, the action is super good. Super good. I kind of wish there were more of it and less of the other stuff. It's funny. It's the rest of it's so generic because it's like it's not terrible. It's just it is very cookie cutter. What this? I would argue the opposite. I feel like there should be more of the story elements as opposed to the action action was great those were the parts that i was interested in (laughs) (laughs) but then the other parts were just kind of as you yeah it's just very mediocre there's nothing wrong with the character stuff that's in the movie it's just i think what's wrong with it is it's very it's pretty bare bones um, very cliche i actually think and it's very cliche so i think what you do is you just you start the movie and we're right into changes. Hold on. <laughs> you start the movie already. Like Chris Hemsworth goes in, gets the kid. That's where we start. Then his team gets killed, a la the intro to Mission Impossible. And then maybe he gets in contact, and then he's got to get then he's got to get across the city because that's he got to get to the bridge, which is essentially what happens. Right. The difference with the, what happens now is that we stop constantly, and we have these 
kind of drawn out scenes that mm-hmm. don't really convey that much information. No, I don't really yeah. need them to convey more. Just give me that stuff. Let them learn. Let the kid in Tyler learn about each other <laughs> um, while the action's happening, a la Hobbs and Shaw style. Like let the just let the let the character moments build in the in action, the action. Scenes Yeah, because it's not that complicated. His no. kid died, and the kid's yeah. dad sucks. That's well, that's I, the, I don't that know. Those are the yeah. characters. Those... So you can tell us that in the car chase. You can tell us that in the action because the action's super cool. So don't stop it. I suppose what I'm saying is like, I'm not saying they should dig deeper uh, into a different dimension for this genre. Like if we take a look at John Wick, right? Mm-hmm. Not much was really said, but we still get a very deep understanding of the character. It was to the point, which I think this was trying to do, but it also, it ended up just being superficial. Like when they talked about leave the kid behind and immediately Brad rake. <laughs> Tyler um, <laughs> started having his little flashbacks. But the thing is, it doesn't go any farther than that. It was just right. like, it's just a cue for us to understand that he has this 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 ghost, but it doesn't go any farther. Whereas, and here's the same thing for John Wick. We don't know how far, uh, how great his relationship with his wife, but it does it so well with just a few clips and right. just a few things. And boom, done, right? And that's essentially what I'm arguing because, like, the move, this movie opens up, it's kind of a long sequence of a bunch of people looking brooding and, yeah. and or sad or cool or whatever. It's just a bunch of – it cuts from thing to thing to thing. Mm-hmm. Very kind of slowly paced for a movie whose action is so, like, breakneck. Yeah. They just don't do that. Like, fit the, – the, yeah, because the, the story is not complicated enough to require a 20-minute intro. Mm-hmm. You can get that same information out in five. So – so get to you made this yes. movie. You didn't make this movie because you thought this character was deep and interesting. You made right. this movie because you wanted to look cool and yeah. success. So just cut out the other shit. Don't stuff cut out right. the other shit. Just be more efficient about it. Formulate it. Yeah. yeah. So then I have a question um, because I know some people argue that with action you have to punctuate the action to, you know, it's like crests and valleys, right? Mm-hmm. With action sequences, it goes becomes a like higher mm-hmm. stakes. So I know that some people would argue that you should have these quieter scenes to punctuate it so when an action sequence happens again we're we're all ready for it as opposed to it being sort of exhausting so do you do you agree with that I, I mean i don't think you can get away with it never stopping again i think but to me you just do it in the like second third of the movie where like maybe that maybe you cut out all the times they stopped in like hidden in the sewer or i mean you don't have to stop, cut out them hiding in the sewer but just don't just don't make it as long or them sitting in the guard shack which nobody mm-hmm. was in for some reason where, where he patches his arm and yeah, the yeah. kid weirdly mm-hmm. dunks the cup inside the cooler instead of yeah. using the spout instead of using the spout <laughs> um like cut that shit out um but still have maybe when he goes and sit in and meets with his friend who who you know picks them up and has him at his house and right. still have that part because you look at it like um black hawk down mostly non-stop gunfire mm-hmm. except for like and at the night towards the end, like they stop and they talk to um Ewan McGregor and whatever. Um I vaguely remember that movie. That's been ages. But I think one of the reasons why you might slow down I don't think it's because you need to slow down in order for the action to hit harder. I think the action hits harder because in movies where it's paced out and it slows down, you get a deeper understanding of the characters and therefore you're connected to them more. But I don't think just the act of slowing down is 
entirely necessary. I, I think that you can move nonstop. Except I, for maybe you have like something that punctuates right before the climax. Like you right. have a stop there, a breathing point there. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that particularly my problem with this movie is when it slows down, it slows down so much compared to the everything else that it's like it's not it's not even doing that. It's not punctuating or enhancing the action to in my opinion. It's mm-hmm. just slowing the movie down. No, I agree. So with my how I feel about that, I think you can slow it down, but it feels like, in this movie, it feels like a completely different sequence as opposed to slowing down. So here's an example. Let's say pretty much the change that you just suggested, where the character development happens within the action. And so those would be the slower moments, right? But that's also where you build suspense. Because now it's a quieter moment, and you can kind of just kind of get a better uh, view of the characters. But let's say it's almost like it's all in real time. So they do go to that security shack whatever the heck it was um they're talking but they have to keep moving right because that's about the only time that you can exchange words instead of yelling at someone to do something right right and you keep it going and then as they're talking and as they're trying to recoup the tension is building because now they're being hunted well they should they should put those dialogue scenes in them hiding or running away like yeah you could have had it they could have exchanged dialogue in the sewer because nothing else was happening in the fucking sewer like you know what i mean like in that way the movie doesn't stop though but they're also there's not gunfire. They don't have to shout at each other. They're not in immediate right. danger, mm-hmm. particularly with the villain guy. Like every time I cut away from him, for one, we don't really know anything about him. He's useless. Like mm-hmm. as, as a character, I mean, right. he doesn't even like participate in the end. He no. just and I want to say it's kind of like the fifth element, but the the antagonist doesn't really do much. In fact, there's not really any reflection. And I like I mean I feel like we should mention that yes, this is an adaptation from the graphic novel. Ciudad <laughs> City. <laughs> Forgive me. But yeah, um, so I don't know how faithful they were trying to right. adapt it. But I mean, yeah, I mean, we don't know the source material. But based on just viewing this, this is, I agree with what you're saying right now. Yeah. See, I almost, I mean, you mentioned it being, you mentioned kind of like a real time element. I kind of, it kind of felt like that's where it, the movie was that's going. was going because it essentially it took place all in one evening, well, day to evening and then back in the morning. And they're just trying to get across the city. So there wouldn't, I know there, there is a, yeah, there is a night there, yeah. but it would have been more tense too. The idea that it's more or less in real time right. uh, because the entire city shut down looking for him. So mm-hmm. the idea that he has to keep moving at all times and can't really just stop to relax would have been cool i mean that's kind of what that is essentially what happens except the movie doesn't feel like it's paced that way it feels it feels like it could it could easily have taken place over multiple days it doesn't but because the way it's put together it feels feels like like it's multiple days let me i want to interject with something that it's regarding a story beat at least for brad's character rake tyler tyler (laughs) um which is, for someone who's like such a hardened mercenary, right, who has this deep, painful past with his son, you would think that he would be, I mean, he keeps drugging himself up, like the standard or the cliche badass of <laughs> taking your pills with alcohol. I'm just going to interject real quick. Okay. I, just, I, I just feel like it, it should be brought up more often because all of these cool dudes, these cool action dudes just drink all day, every day and take pills. But it's like, no, you can't. You cannot be a top physical specimen and drink every day. <laughs> right. It is literally impossible. For one, it's all just sugar. 
It, you'd be a fat ass. Also, you can't work out the way that Chris Hemsworth would need to work out to look the way that he does yeah, exactly. if you were drunk and hungover all the time. Right. Anyway, go on. No, no, agreed. <laughs> I, was, I was getting to that as well. Um, but then, so for him to, let's, you know, he's got he's, these emotional barriers. He's not going to suddenly be vulnerable, right? He's not going to express anything about his son. As you, you see with you him. You mean not five minutes into knowing a kid? Yeah, that's my point. Because he just like it was very, it was very quick for him to just be sharing everything. If he were drunk, that would be another case, right? He's always drunk, but he's—I don't know. (laughs) I mean, it was arguable at that point. So yeah, it just seems like a very strange thing for his character. Would you not agree? It's just like the whole time he's got to be in like mission mode, and he just kind of breaks down and cries in front of this kid. Like yeah, it's like. But nothing is, like, triggering that in particular. Yeah. Like, maybe the one little thing where he kind of dozed off and daydreamed about his his dead son. Right. It was just like, lose the kid. What? <laughs> <laughs> Trigger a flashback. Very cliche. It was just like, but that was the only thing that triggered it. There and was the, nothing I mean, else. It's in that scene where he talks to the kid, like, the kid asks if he has a family, I guess, but... The answer is just yes or no. Like if you're in that mode, I mean, you like you don't have to you don't have to suddenly open up to a stranger. Right. Like you just be like, I did or something like that, and then you move on. Because he full on yeah he full goes on, into yeah, it. and then the kid heart is to heart super wise kid trope where he's like, because <laughs> you didn't want to watch your son die. Yes, child. <laughs> yeah, it's all very superficial. Almost yeah. nothing really happens and that's my problem that that was my complaint about like where i think they should have upped the story a little bit more or at least not necessarily add more elements but make it deeper see my thing is i mean i think that's valid i think that's totally fine i think that would work um i think i aired on because this movie is so clearly an action showcase and that's all then just be more efficient with it like you know i mean just yeah. like, instead of instead of drawing it out or uh, like i mean you if you just kind of wrote better you could have a deeper story without it being any longer and that'd be fine yeah. um but i you could, the other option is also you could just make it shorter and get to the action faster mm-hmm. um which is also fine i think both are i mean it, the cast is good enough and it's shot well enough that if you had a deeper story like i would welcome it the, the movie looks really good and it's just I mean, he is he is as cookie cutter of an action hero as you can get, you know, with his secret pain past. Yeah, <laughs> and um, his team is, you know, about as deep as I mean, referenced Mission Impossible before. But yeah. that team there, mm-hmm. you know them for like fifteen minutes, and then they're all dead. Yep. And the villain is, I, other than the fact that you want, I mean, the villain's pointless. I think you could literally cut the villain out. Yeah. You just know that he's been know the kid's been kidnapped, and you just got to get him out of there. But constantly cutting away to this mob boss dude who doesn't ever do anything it's very extraneous there's no point like the like fingers (laughs) who he does like fingers (laughs) to be cut off did that kid did did that kid cut off his finger because he failed no he cut it off as like a show of like i'm really into this but I am he your... doesn't need to do that. He didn't have the to. The guy was already on board with I him know. being a part of it. <laughs> he gave him a gun. <laughs> Can't you see I'm eating? <laughs> Put down a fucking severed finger next to his <laughs> like utensils. Like, that's not a bad touch as far as us following. The only reason why the villain exists is, I guess, to give us some context to 
that kid who, because he's the kid who ends up killing Chris Hemsworth. Uh-huh. So I can see the value in that, in that the, because Chris Hemsworth is so invincible action hero, which he may or may not actually be dead. The movie's a little vague about it, but he seems like he's dead. Right. So to have, instead of just some random do, random stray bullet getting him, they they showed you that kid's story. Is that Farad? Is that who that was? The kid who showed Yeah. yeah. So that's the only reason why I can see that the villain is involved. Not Because that was what I was thinking. The villain isn't even there at the final showdown. He's watching from like two miles away with binoculars. Yeah. <laughs> it's super weird. But then I, when I realized, but that kid is. And we wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to follow the kid's story or how he got there unless he constantly interacted with the mob boss, I guess. Right. Because that's part of his story. Not that that's important, but it does add f- character and flavor to the guy who shoots Chris in the neck, Brad. Yeah. I, Tyler. <laughs> Brad does. Break. He does look more like a Brad than Chris, yeah. even. Yeah. <laughs> Here, here's my problem. I think here's where it suffers, and then I'm going to segue into a different thing. And I know it's an action movie, so I'm not like saying, oh, it needs to be entirely deep, but it should have some sort of comment right when you say otherwise like why include the kid right farad and fingers you know i agree because the movie does i mean the movie very clearly notes you know child soldiers as like right. which is an ill in parts of the world that is very much a shame in the movie there's no reason to include children in the way that it does but it clearly does it clearly wants to does that mean is it commenting on on and what how like yeah. it's not it's exactly not. It's just, right it's just, there's nothing there yeah but. exactly and then it i would imagine it's supposed to be like in some form of a reflection of uh i just forgot the kid's name ovi you know like he's a kid there's a kid and almost a, like you automatically think oh he's the the flip of him because he's rich and the other kids are yeah like i mean like that kind of thing I mean, that's, but, but there's nothing of, really there right at least i'm not him. picking up on it I don't think so. I didn't either. I'd have to think more on it. Um, because, I mean, that's kind of where you it's teasing out, like, this idea of, like, I mean, obviously the kids do it because they live in a place where they don't have a whole lot of opportunities and they're poor. And, right. you know, mm-hmm. the system is kind of corrupt and fucked up. But, yeah, the movie doesn't really There's nothing really to be it. said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's why it feels a little meh. I mean, action is great. But then that's where I'm saying, like, there needs to be some sort of story element to really feel uh, more engaged. I'm going to quickly compare it to John Wick because it's hard not to because there's a lot mm-hmm. of gun fu involved, right? But even then, this is where John Wick excels at it because you really only get a glimpse of the character, but you can you get a sense that there's so much more, and it does it so well. But all of it is like a sort of reflection off of him. Every interaction furthers that, uh, whereas this... It's all just kind of like a bunch of loose parts that, yes, it fits together, but it doesn't quite work. Yeah, I think that's right. I, I agree with that. It, um, I mean, it super excels at some of the action sequences. Oh, it's great, yeah. And overall, even outside of that, the acting's good and the story's fine. It's just, it is a little inconsistent as far as its pacing, and it, there's just not enough there. Like you said, it doesn't pull you in. Like, it... it the movie almost, for actually, for the way that the action sequences kind of draw you in, as far as like they're like the whole continuous shot for whatever, like twenty minutes of the fucking movie, right. and makes it makes you kind of spatially aware and feel the anxiety of it. 
its dramatic moments really keep you at arm's length because you never... You can't... You don't get inside the characters' heads no. other than in very basic cliche ways. Yeah. Uh, you don't, you Which, don't feel their motivation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, you don't really expect much from an action movie, but it's like it's also no excuse, I feel. Yeah. You can always try to... But anyway... Um, well, like you said, I mean, John Wick does... John, yeah, it's not super complicated, but John Wick does it like you feel like he's a real person that you can sort of relate to in some way or that, empathize with. Empathize. And, there we go. There's just a yeah. lack of empathy in this. I kind of want to get into the action sequences. I think in terms of action, like, this is where it is definitely on par with, like, John Wick. There are, like, certain... Uh, I mean, the director, Sam Hargrave, he's a stunt coordinator. So he definitely understands the principles of, like, filming a fight sequence. And it's great because one of the things, I mean, I understand is that you need to have the camera wide enough for anyone to process what's happening, right? The only time where it's, like, really shaky cam, and I have a big problem with the Bourne series because of this. Mm. Like, I remember, I'm going to quickly digress for a second, and I know you've heard this complaint, but I'm going to complain about it again. (laughs) In the third installment, like... There was, like, behind-the-scene praise for, like, how coordinated they were. But you couldn't see any of it. So who cares? Because (laughs) it was just all shaky cam, and it was very tight on the action. You don't know what the hell is going on. And not only that, it was dark because it was in the apartment. It was after he jumped in through the window. You get the gist of it, and, yeah, it is badass, but you don't really feel it, right? Whereas, like, if you watch this, when um, he first, uh, when Brad, Tyler, (laughs) break. Um, first picks up, <laughs> uh, first picks up Ovi, um, and he goes back to the apartment. I was noticing that all of the sequence. Yes, there was a bit of a shaky cam uh, element to it to add the intensity, but it was clear. Though. It was clear. Yeah. yeah, and not only that, it also used the background, the foreground, because there was a part where uh, he got punched, and he looked closer to us, which is when he pulled out his namesake the rake and that was in the foreground and then the guy was in the background right. yeah so it's like it used the spatial element very well mm-hmm. and it translated that very clearly i think that i think there's a lot of weight to when they fight too or mm-hmm. specifically oh when, yeah yeah specifically when chris hemsworth fights i'll note uh, i guess the other guy i don't remember his name but the suji the guy who was also yeah. trying to get the kid but mm-hmm. was on the kid's side yeah um I actually, I remember like specifically thinking, because when he's on the bridge and it turns into just him chucking grenades and Sanju. then Sorry, the, yeah. um, mm-hmm. the helicopter, like Gatling guns shoot at him, that, his action scene before Chris Hemsworth gets there is decidedly less good, in my opinion, less interesting like less elaborate, less less impact to it because that's one thing that I, I I think is really great about the movie about the movie's action. Uh, whenever there's hand to hand combat or impact even on like vehicles or like when Chris Hemsworth kicks that table into that dude's head, yeah, there's oh yeah, it oh, God. feels hard like you it feels heavy mm-hmm. like everything feels like it fucking hurts like it the, it's a combination of the sound and the editing like it right. having impact. Is that why their faces look different? Where his face looked like he got more <laughs> destroyed, and he Chris Hemsworth only has like discoloration, <laughs> just some light bruising, some light bruising. But I, yeah, I felt like when that when it, when it, we were focused on that guy having kind of his own action sequence, I felt like it was a lot less interesting. I and, I like some of the technique in it, but I will I agree with you. Um, it didn't like there was not enough force to yeah. it. I just really like the shot where 
once once they get made, he does this little dance. <laughs> and gets like everyone like on yeah, yeah. When they're fighting uh in the street. That was pretty good too. Like I like the idea of them being exhausted. And what about when he slaps the shit out of that child? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you want to see Chris Hemsworth straight up bitch slap a child? <laughs> he actually decimates a whole group of children. Yeah, yeah. And I'd have to say that's my favorite part. <laughs> it's pretty Just because of how awful it is. He smashes that he, one kid into the uh, van window. Smashes the one's arm. 300 Literally, kicks one of them. He does 300 kick one of them. He holds one by the leg and swings him into Into It's so bad. <laughs> so if you want to see Thor beat up a bunch of children. Uh, yeah, no, I couldn't help but laugh. It was just so incredible. Uh, yeah, that's my favorite part. The sound is really fucking weird in this movie. Yeah, uh, it, for some reason, the yeah, sorry, go ahead. The impact is good and stuff like that in the fighting, but some of the dialogue, I mean... It's very difficult. It's it up quite loud, like yeah. four levels higher than I normally turn up, and I still couldn't hear what they were fucking saying sometimes. Uh, it's like they're... Chris Hemsworth mumbles his ass way through the first 20 minutes of this movie, and then there's like the scene when, when Ovi's in the bar right before he gets kidnapped. Yeah. Couldn't hear that, him. That dialogue interaction he has with his friends, it was. It sounded like you weren't supposed to hear it, but I think you were. Like it was so low compared to the music and everything. It was almost like it was. It was almost like when you see something in the background and you're not supposed to hear it, except the camera was right on them, and it was too long for it to be something we weren't supposed to hear. Like what? Why not? Like. If your characters are speaking, you need well, to be able to hear them. I was actually surprised that it didn't come with subtitles already, given that there's a lot of language switching. And it all, it wasn't until we turned on the subtitles that we could actually discern what was happening. Any final thoughts, Ted? I'm just trying to find the sort of comparison with Fahad. Um, well, see, we don't meet for uh, for Odd until he's already in the shit. So I know, yeah, but no there's free. always there's got to be. It's like. There should be like some sort of web where each character is interconnected in some way, like yeah. either a reflection or a foil. Or no, that's definitely a way to improve the. If you want a more complex story, is that you start. You have a little bit more about Ovi's life, which there's a decent. There's fine yeah. in the beginning. You didn't need a whole lot more, but then you also have Harad. You see them both in their ordinary world, and then you see them both get into the shit. Mm-hmm. Um, one on kind of the running side, and one on the chasing side. But then you. Then you have to kind of refocus it on the kids, which wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, particularly if it were a movie that did want to comment on poverty and sort of corruption right. in mm-hmm. you know these parts of the world. But it doesn't. It just wants to focus on the white guy killing all the people in this part of the world. And whatever history that he had with uh, Nick, I, I don't understand. Like, why would she go in and kill the guy after? Like, as if she was, like, some sort of equalizer. <laughs> like she's like you did this to me i'm gonna do this to you know what i'm saying it's just like i i just don't they hinted at at some sort of history but i i think the movie has some scenes that it just thinks are cool scenes and that actually have no real basis or lines kind of like how when tyler calls her and is like get 
<laughs> whoever on the phone. Get, get, tell him I need him to pick me up. Yeah. What is his name? Gasper. Gasper. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck kind of name is Gasper? <laughs> he's a Gasper. <laughs> and she's like, "No, I think that's a bad idea." And he's like, "But it, as if they, as if they hate each other." Because like, he's like, "No, he owes yeah. me. He saved his life." So you you think that like there's some tense relationship between them? But then but there was nothing. Yeah, they're see, just again. like best friends, like really sweet relationship. Yeah, Gasper kind of betrays him, but that doesn't seem to have anything to do with history. That has to do. No. Like, Gasper's not actually. I mean, look, it's, you don't want to... I'm not on the side of shooting children in the head while they sleep, but Gasper's also not wrong. I mean, he has no connection to this fucking kid, and there's no reason for him to almost certainly die here. Right. He doesn't even, like, tell him he needs to do anything. He's like, you just leave, and I'll take care of the kid. Yeah. Yeah, it it's was not a very, the worst it was a, advice in again, the world. Again, professional courtesy <laughs> yeah. that he was like, I, you saved my life, and I'm going to save yours now. I mean, it's obviously the wrong thing morally. Right. But in their line of work, that's not out of the question. Right. I really think the movie just had that scene before that, though, where she's like, I don't want to call him and stuff. And he's like, do it. And he hangs up the phone just because that's something that someone saw before in a movie and they wanted their scene to look like that. And so they, they wrote it and it, it didn't have any bearing. The characters didn't need to see it or believe it. They just, that person just likes action movies and that scene's in a bunch of action movies. So right. we put it in, so we put it in the movie. I think, and I think the end scene is no more deep than that where she kills him. I think it's literally just, oh, this would be cool if she got revenge. I mean, would she, though? Would she do that? No. Although I did appreciate that when uh, Big Batty Fingers um, went to the John and she just appeared as if she's like, oh, hey, what are you doing here? Steps up to the urinal. <laughs> to the urinal. And since it's intercut with another scene, it's just really confusing. Because yeah, like, she what? steps into view, and then it cuts away. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> oh, that was a great um, shot. I think there's a, a lot of skill, actually, on display here with this movie. I think it's pretty worth oh, watching for some of the action sequences. And mm-hmm. the performances are all good. You know, it's just... Uh, it's, it's never going to be something I it's a favorite of mine. Um, yeah. I probably will never watch the movie again. Although I'm f- happy that I did, I wouldn't mind rewatching some of the sequences in the movie. But yeah, see, and that's that's kind of my thing where <laughs> I wish it wouldn't be because, like with John Wick, yeah, those are the, some great sequences. But you can watch but the whole movie. You I'm watch movie. going to guarantee is like you watch a sequence, you're like, oh, I gotta watch the movie right. now. Yeah. So. This one, unfortunately, doesn't quite do that. I think a lot of the action sequences are awesome. Utterly fantastic. Definitely worth a watch. Um, great to... Just to relax to... Well, I don't know about relaxing to, like, violence. <laughs> but, I mean, it's something to watch, I guess. I don't know. I'm not really saying, you know, relax to a some violence on... <laughs> <laughs> Have a glass of wine as you watch people kill each other. Thank you all for joining us. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share. Um, also, feel free to join us on our website, which is characterarc.net. If you if you see the star system, you know what to do. Smash that five star. Thank you so much. I'm Richard Burleson. And I'm Ted Hong. Woo woo. Extraction. Extra action. <laughs> <laughs>